Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Oh, no, Isaac, you're so sad. Oh, he's crying. Oh, he's so sad. Poor Isaac. Oh, what's the matter, Isaac? Why are you so sad? Red Wings suck. (laughs) (laughs) That is the perfect hat, Mike, to... uh, summarize all of our feelings anybody missing the hat who's on the podcast right i had a new lion's hat i was so excited to wear and i'm like not today (laughs) they don't deserve it you bastards um well uh what we're referencing of course for everybody that's uh tuning in the next you know the next morning right listening to the old podcast of course the red wings go down uh, hard yet again, <laughs> six to three beat down in Minnesota. Um, I put the the title of the episode together thanks to Chat GPT. Red Wings looking for a win versus Minnesota Wild. Pretty pretty much told Chat GPT that we've lost a bunch of games. You know we're we're after the Christmas break, and I summed up a couple of you know, analytics I want to go over tonight. And I was like, what, what should I do? Chat GPT. And it wasn't ready to say, you know, wasn't ready to present good news. Just, just a nice little, eh, let's see what happens. <laughs> and, and, you know, chat GPT, uh, FTW. Cause they nailed it. Cause it, it would have been too much. Would have been too far <laughs> to say, expect a good thing. Uh, cause yeah. here we are again. Um, yes, it's not been a good month for us, Matt. Um, this month I summed it up on the discord, which this is a good idea. While, while I'm talking here, I'll pull up the link and I'll share it in the chat. Um, I said this month has made the entire Red Wings free agency and like the off season, like look kind of dumb. Like if you only watch December, you'd be like, why all the goalies? Why Justin Hall? (laughs) Like we said that on free agency day and I was like, oh, fuck, man, is he bad today? Especially today. 
Um, but man, uh, it's um, I don't know. There's there's been a few things that have stood out to me recently that um, and you know we're not blowing anybody's mind here when we when we say these these types of things of like you know oh this month has been rough <laughs> decisions don't look as rosy anymore um so we know we're all on board that that makes sense when you lose things know, don't look last, as great our last what is it our last 11 11 we're two and nine uh and one of those wins we had to eke out against the flyers yep not we good. did we did well against uh st louis with scoring not necessarily playing any defense um but yeah, I mean, let's. Uh, this is just another game to add to the list. Um, we had a classic Blake in the Discord today. Blake, I'm calling you out because he was like, I- "I'd rather that we won games instead of watching Patrick Kane play well." Well, listen up, Blake. <laughs> Patrick Kane, you call that thing out. It makes me feel like you're saying he's a problem. Uh, once again, Patrick Kane at the top of our list here for uh, performances. Um, one of the few Red Wings, actually, that uh, did not allow a goal against tonight. Uh, the stars of that show, as Jared pointed out in, in the uh, in the Discord, Lucas Raymond, uh, Robbie Fabry, and JT Comfer, who I believe allowed four goals against each. And you will also find them at the he, bottom of this uh, list. He's on my fantasy team, and I can attest to his uh, being negative four. <laughs> the ineptitude. Not good. So... Um, uh, one of the things I want to call out too, it's at hockey stat cards. These things are wonderful. Pulls together uh, the game score cards uh, from Dom Luce Chisholm, and then uh, the stats just coming straight off of natural stat trick. And and we have the conversations uh, downriver, Dan. I hear you. Uh, advanced stats are not perfect. I totally agree. It is an element though where you can look at this and you you this is a game, Dan. I hope you'll agree. This lines up perfectly with the eyeball test with what we watched today because we, we were calling out who are the best players on the ice and easily everyone was saying uh, Patrick Kane easily sprung. I threw out there. I thought to had a hell of a game. One, two, three. Top of the list. Mike, number four on that list. Bergen. Wow. Edmondson made it to uh, the top five. five. Yeah. Edmondson. What's this, his second time playing? Oh, great. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, Edmondson actually, um, his numbers are a little confusing. His offensive impact is actually in the negative. His defensive impact is in the positive. Normally, those go in the opposite direction. But he was so good defensively today, according to our stat cards and what's coming in and the chances not allowed. Uh, that's That's what he brought to the game. It's uh, pretty impressive <laughs> uh, on the defensive side. Not 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 uh, not so much offensively. Well, but I think, uh, yeah, we'll we got to throw a later. couple comments in here too because Sneezy Weezy. Uh, it I don't know how controversial it is anymore, Sneezy. Uh, for you to say Iser Plan at this point is a total fail. Um, I mean, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. We don't have much of an identity except for losing. Um, and I, I feel like we've got some of Iserman's drafts, uh, you know, available on this team. It's free agency, like you <laughs> mentioned earlier, Matt. Uh, a little underwhelming. 
And uh, thank God for Patrick Kane. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thank God for our best player, the 34-year-old one-hipped wonder. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I saw some people commenting, too. I can't remember who mentioned um, shipping him off, like seeing what kind of trade offers. There that are. was Sneezy. Sneezy again. It's more like... I don't know if it's that the Red Wings necessarily want to ship him because it's not like he's, you know, I, I feel like we heard ad nauseum that he's only going to bring offense to the table and be careful because might, you know, have a little bit of a defensive lapse. But, I mean, he's not getting killed on defense. It's not like a noticeable tilt of the ice every time he's out there. It feels like there's actual pressure and it's the only time of the game I'm enjoying because it's a scoring opportunity and I'm not cringing where I have to watch more, uh, you know, pathetic attempts at waving at pucks by Reimer. Um, so I feel like the person who's most interested perhaps in our moving him is probably Patrick Kane himself. Cause he's like, Jesus, I didn't know it was this bad it, over here. Is he though? Jesus. I started, I started to think Jesus, this is awful. My God, this <laughs> is a horrible, I, I just left the Blackhawks. This is the same shit. Um, I, I started thinking, especially with that first goal from Kane tonight and that beautiful pass from Debrinket, maybe he's, maybe this is just an off year to him. Maybe it didn't matter how this went and he just wanted to get, let's get some goals and points on the board. Cause I'm going to get paid next year. And he knew he so had the chemistry like, with Debrinket. Uh, like a, like a hot coach. Who's like, you know what? I'm going to go in the booth. I'm going to do a little <laughs> announcing for a season. Then maybe I'll come back and do something difficult. I I could get on board with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I mean, like this is all right. This is after December. This is this is how we feel now. Every, everything was so rosy at the start of December, end of November. We, I mean, I, I, I still that... believe it. I still believe that there is a playoff team in here somewhere. But there's got to be there's got to be some changes. There's got like these conversations. I, I brought it up earlier. Uh, I, I can't remember where this, the narrative came from, but this narrative that uh, Bergeron um, can't fit on this team because the Iser plan is like going in a different direction. And I, I mean, to your point, what is the Iser plan right now? Like what, it, what's the identity of this team? Um, and if that, if you try to answer that question, I feel like the most success we get is when we're controlling the puck and trying to extend plays and create some awesome offensive chances. Mike, that sounds like Jonathan Bergeron's game to a T. I, I don't know. You, you can ask me. <laughs> that's what I see, and that's what I saw for Bergeron just, today. Yeah, I mean, teams have bad goals or you know bad games, right? They'll have yeah. bad goals and bad games, but my God, this this stretch is horrendous uh it's you know basically an entire month obviously it's not as bad as the pistons um as jared so aptly put that this is my detroit piston hat um <laughs> but i i mean this is so bad that it's like we we kind of look into some changes man and uh i don't know if eiserman's gonna look in the mirror and be like you know what maybe it's me maybe i need to step away because i don't know what i'm doing um, oh god don't say that we're, we're not to that point but i think it's 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 something where like um, i mean i know he's you know infallible for some reason uh even though his a lot of his free agent moves don't feel like they've worked uh we don't have that mega impact guy uh man we don't have any goaltending we don't have any defense 
so I mean, it's one of three facets, right? Is it the guy yeah. assembling the squad? Is it the guy coaching the squad? Or are the players, they just need to be kind of moved around? I mean, it's one of those things where you're not being a responsible you're not being a responsible fan if you are if you're looking at like there's so there's too many folks that are like Derek alone and fallible like he could do no wrong uh same thing with Steve Eiserman and then most of the players up and down the roster Mike we have a perfectly built team I don't know if you know this everybody can do no wrong on this team the only fallible player we have is Patrick Kane right the only only um professionally and personally the guy could do no wrong man i did uh i gotta say speaking of the iser plan i did quite enjoy i don't know if this was on purpose but um chris osgood calling out about midpoint through the game how great jesper wallstead's <laughs> doing um right now uh, in the AHL right now, posting a 922-243 goals against average. No, Mike, I, the, I would no, challenge... Man, we're the smartest guys in the room. <laughs> Coast is going to be better. We know what we're doing. I wanted to ask you, do you do you think if we had drafted him instead of Kosa, seeing how the season is going right now, Mike, would we have... Oh, no. Jared, I, how dare I'm you? leading the witness, but wouldn't we have Jesper Wallstadt right now backing up Reimer? Um, no, he'd be overseas somewhere. Um, uh, Jared brought up the, uh, Red Wings record last year in December, um, uh, you know, in comparison for this year's four and nine, uh, sad sack attempt. Ooh. Last year we were five, six and two. Not good. Um, so we were still... I, I, I guess uh, we've uh, regressed a little bit here. <laughs> it doesn't look good. <laughs> and there was another still... monster losing streak in December as well. Uh, my God, I'd forgotten about that. Three, four, five, six, six in a row. And then we uh, sandwiched it on either side with a couple of wins. But we're still like in the playoff race. Same. same we are not in the playoff race this year. Uh, we are in, uh, I think, 10th in the conference. Oh, yeah. No, no, certainly we've we've plummeted quite a deal. But there there I mean, there's something to be said for a, like a strong two weeks and and we're right back in it. Like, I don't I don't want that to be forgotten. There was a lot of good work at the start of the season uh, to make sure we we had a good spot. But I mean, we are right now as it stands two regulation losses for being at 500. Uh, or wait, is this, uh, this might be old news or are we, are we now one regulation loss? Let me, uh, I'm, tr I'm trusting hockey reference, but actually I'm realizing their shit is old. Um, yeah, well, we're one regulation that, loss. I was just going to say away. that performance art was saying, I'm so sick of this conversation. Me too. So is Matt, especially it was supposed to be a turnaround year. Uh, Jared says, at what point does the blame for goaltending fall on the goaltending coaches? Well, I would I would say this, Jared. Um, how often when the goaltenders are amazing do we cast the goaltenders to the side and say, nay, nay, this is on the goaltending coaches. <laughs> These goaltenders, Vasilevsky blows. He, he, he got the lightning 
to the Stanley Cup Finals and won two of them on uh, three straight years. It's not Vasilevsky. This I think is we all only on care the when, it's, coaches. when it's somebody like Ben Johnson for the Lions' offensive coordinator. You know, wow, I, hell of a hell of a play call on that goalie coach. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like Ben Johnson called some plays for a shitty Lions team, and things didn't go great. Um, he arguably has like some of the best playmakers in the end. So, I mean, it, it is an interesting conversation. At some point, we have to look at this and say, I, I think this is Mike. You know what? Gosh darn it. This is a hearty team effort to get to this point. <laughs> I don't want to blame any one uh... single person. Did you watch that first minute of tonight's hockey game where goddamn David Perron checks cider down into the ice? and then just moseys his way to the net. You know what? That's on David Perron and 1,000%. Why the fuck isn't Derek Lalone benching him for a period? I'm, I am hate the benching because a guy didn't play hard, but that was I, a, that, if anybody's going to get benched because of a shit play, how about that fucking bullshit? I, I, you know, like, let's blame coaching. Let's blame Perron. Let's blame the clumsiness that we don't even know where our fellow skaters are on the ice. This is the, a, a six to three loss. And how many loss well, you were talking about the, you know, huge uh, streak that we're on. Would you say two wins this uh, month? Current streak is two and nine. Yeah. That, that doesn't happen because goaltending's bad. <laughs> it doesn't happen because Perron glided to the net. This is a team effort. This is a combination of so many things going wrong. And I have to look at this goddamn fucking, oh, the Red Wings lead the league in goals from new players. All that tells yeah. me is how fucking terrible we were last year. And that, yeah, we brought a guy onto the first goddamn fucking line. <laughs> I got to say, uh, I don't think I've heard a, a strong negative comment from Jim Johnson in a while. Um, hats off to the former um composer for wwe music welcome jim uh but there's been so many blown coverages in the d zone and turnovers it's it's just beyond him at this point because um yeah reimer obviously is you know he's no uh jasper wallstead right uh but the, the like the blown coverages i think are more concerning obviously our goaltending could be better um i think if it was a video game mat we'd be playing with maybe a 68 overall is that fair to say yeah but I mean, you're just leaving them out to dry on a lot of these like wide open plays. I, I that's where I, that's where it's so puzzling to me. Is it like, are we just not explaining how the the coverages work? You know, on the other side of the net, when it seems like everybody's just kind of staring at the puck, almost like a like a peewee situation. Um, I just I, it's baffling. It's like it's like this team has has been broken, broken. And they, they just don't know how to play hockey with each other anymore. I actually, I like, uh, I like Blake's point. I, I like where you're taking the conversation. I wanted to point out Blake's point. You got to save nine of 10 in this league. Blake, that, that's one of the best takes you've ever had. I a hundred percent agree with that. You, that, tell me that's, tell me that's wrong. That is a hundred percent what we got to oh, aim for. Okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, and I think to this point, 
I think I think Jared's making like to point out like the goaltending coaches and I tease a little bit there, Jared, about, uh, you know, Vasilevsky and they don't give enough credit to his goaltending coach. Uh, that's a little tongue in cheek. But like, Jared, I think what I want to pull from your point on the goaltending coaches is that, again, this is this is a full team effort. But when you have goalies that can't get Blake's nine out of ten and you've got the prawns that are just gliding to the net, um, your best player on the ice is <laughs> hadn't played hockey in months has, has has got a brand new hip and a surgery that everyone and their mother was like this is not gonna work out um you know and and injuries don't forget when you say it's 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 uh you gotta look at everything that's been going on you know who's been really terrible this month the guys who had the two worst injuries, uh, Dylan Larkin and uh, well, I shouldn't say Dylan Larkin's been terrible. He's been really good, but uh, it's been lacking. You know, it hasn't been the same Dylan Larkin uh, injuries. Um, you know, don't forget too. this is pointed out on our lovely discord. Um, there's an emotional toll, an emotional weight that Dylan Larkin's carrying um, that goes into play. But yeah, again, back to big injuries, JT Comfer. Big injury has not been the same since. And the four goals against tonight for the Comfer Raymond Fabry line, uh, you you could pick whoever you want uh, to be to blame there. But that line, I, I made the joke early in the game where I was like, it looks like Lucas Raymond's stick is like made out of rubber. Um, and it's not that it was all wiggly, but every time he touched the puck, it was bouncing off his stick. It, and I, I don't know if you want to geez talk puck luck there i'm just i'm certain somebody out there could make that argument like hey he was in the right spot he just couldn't hold the puck that's fine but ultimately every time he was touching the puck fabry was touching the puck comfort was touching the puck they couldn't get a hold of it they couldn't calm things down when they were facing the pressure and get passes to connect and it was just a mess um Giveaways on our side, takeaways on Minnesota side, however you want to put it. That was that was ugly. Uh so it's it's again. I it's, it's you know, we talked last week about yeah. this Minnesota game being kind of a big deal because you know the Red Wings hadn't had a ton of practice time. There's a lot of traveling. Um a lot of back to backs, I feel like, for a you know, a hockey team. Yeah. Um and then this Christmas break happened and I thought, oh, cool. This will kind of be our opportunity to, you know, just get in our own rink, uh, figure some stuff out. And I know obviously there's a holiday mixed in, right? So I don't know how much work you're actually doing on, you know, 24th, 25th. But yeah, I thought maybe the 26th we could get out there and do something. Um, and to come out and put out this kind of effort, you know, and it's not like Minnesota's world beaters by, by any means. Um, but my God, it felt like they had a, a wide open breakaway, you know, every couple minutes. Um, just, just really disheartening to see this kind of effort, um, you know, after, a, after some time away. Um, and I think it is starting to give credence. I think a few people are starting to mention it, Matt, and, and you said it as well. Just, I, it doesn't, I don't know if Comfort and Dylan are just, you know, playing hurt and we're, you know, I know they're hockey players and we got to play tough and I got to, I got to be out there, but it doesn't, it doesn't look good, Matt. It's, I don't know if they like need to take a, a longer, you know, rest on injured reserve. Cause it, it doesn't seem like, you know, those two guys in particular are quite themselves and this team 
needs those guys to be, you know, 1C and 2C, and they, they don't look it. Yeah, oh, the, uh, Chris C going in the way back machine. I oh miss Blashill. At least he had structure on a team with a fraction of the talent. Well, Chris, I, you know, I'd push back if I could, but, you know, we always, you know, we, we weren't huge Blashill defenders. Um, I think we saw more value in him than most. Uh, but you're right. He did play with, you know, not quite a full deck. Um, so I, it's it's hard to push back at this point because this this kind of feels more like the team that Iserman, you know, visualized. Um, and it's it's pretty underwhelming, um, especially with I can't remember if it was um, Ketzel talking about our retirement home defenseman um, and Wheezy also throwing in there. These are vets. We can't play young D man because they make too many mistakes. Vomit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this feels like the team Iserman envisioned. I don't want to see our young defensemen up here making mistakes. And it already looks like Edmondson's one of our top two or three defensemen. And it took him two games to figure it out. Yeah, that's that's something that can't be forgotten in all of this. Like Bergeron and Edmondson come away with a pretty good game and. Have they been practicing with this team for two months? No. These other shit bags, all this malarkey about, oh, you got to build chemistry with uh, with your line mate. It's, I mean, it's not working out for the other <laughs> fucking 12 guys on the team. I'm swearing a lot. We're definitely going to get marked down on this episode from Apple. I mean, that's what happens um, with this kind of effort. You know, I... This is this is garbage. You, you had the three days off. I, I mean, you should have had guys feeling a little bit better, had a little bit of a plan. And it just looked like the rest of the month. Just complete cluelessness on defense. And thank God, you know, Patrick Kane is out there to make the score a little bit more respectful. God, could you imagine what this would look like? <laughs> Patrick Kane wasn't <laughs> blowing everybody's socks off. Unbelievably I... bad. Um, Jim thrown out there in so many cases. Goaltending is only as good as the D in front. Uh, Jared calling out. Stevie needs to pull Gibson out of Anaheim, of course, from Verbeke. You know, uh, the one solid thing that Steve line was right about, uh, because Steve is such a terrible manager of NHL hockey teams. The one thing he does seem Shut to up. understand is, <laughs> I, you know, he really shouldn't trade those first round picks because they're still going to be lottery picks because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Well, he did trade one. He traded one for to bring it. Well, I guess he he gets to pick which one's leaving. So never mind. Yeah. Uh, Cats will throw it out you. there. Carolina has D to spare. Anaheim is wasting Gibson. There's your two targets. I like it. We've been talking about Gibson for the last couple of weeks. Um, I know that's on. Uh, I know Gibson I is in, the uh, reading in those Red Wing box scores, and he's like, "Ooh, I hope I get traded over there." Right. It's not it's not Get a one Gibson fixes Hall. all. Yes. Right. Um I I wonder gosh, I I there there is somebody I think performance art made the comment. Uh I honestly think that once it clicks for this roster again, they're going to explode and put a run together. I almost run wonder if we're at the point where we just need to do this game. Like this isn't something where we just lost like four in a row and we were just kind of like, ah, maybe we do need another solid goaltender. Like this, 
this is more or less evidence that there there's more than there's more than a couple of holes uh you don't really have like a scoring threat in the bottom nine on games like this you know so it's not just shoring up the d getting a goaltender i challenge that you know we've we've seen we've seen some struggles that we don't really have consistent I mean, is the are we really like uh, as soon as Huso comes back, you know, when he loves giving up, gets you know four goals every single fucking home game. Yeah, that's that's what's gonna save the season. Or is it uh, Lion who he's I, not a rookie, guys? This guy's like thirty one years old. At least he has good numbers. He he was he playing well before games. he got hurt. Right, and, and that's just, that's also true. It's a small sample size. I, it is goaltending. It's not Hasha coming back, so I just. I don't know if it's going to save the season. That's the thing, too, with trying to compare what the problem was, like how Alex Lyon came in and kind of shut the door. And then Huso and Reimer, it's just impossible to get a save. (laughs) So it's so hard to figure out what the goddamn problem is, even though it's plain to see how many turnovers there are. Um, I mean, there, there was a ton I wanted to talk about, uh, including i think you made actual slides today but we just yeah we, we have... needed to we needed to vent uh for like 28 and a half minutes man yep <laughs> and i also uh promised mike this would be another short episode for the holidays um well, i promised to rub it in matt's face when he said i don't know about kane and it's like well he's our best player far and away so i try to remind him of that every episode yep. too. Uh, this would be three straight games i think definitely combined uh best player um but what uh, what you see here too, his gamer score is. I mean, this is Austin Matthew level. This two point nine eight, three point five seven, two point four one for everybody uh, listening to the podcast. We're taking a look at uh, Patrick Kane's gamer score. It's just fucking insane right now, especially in that Philly game. Uh, he probably turned in another burner tonight. Um, just incredible. Um, I just, you know, it's so bittersweet, right? Because this is so cool that he's on our team. Look at New Jersey, the New Jersey game, Philly game, knocking out twenty minutes. Third of the uh, game, Patrick Kane is on the yeah, ice. Those uh, they had the LeBron James plan for him for like a second, where they're like, you know, we're gonna he's older, we're gonna try and live him, maybe like. <laughs> Eight to ten minutes, you know, we'll give him a couple power plays. Right now, he's integral to our success. Like, oh fuck, we got to keep up. <laughs> Patrick, I feel about thirty minutes tonight. <laughs> um, I mean, the long and short of it is, th- this is this is Patrick Kane's opportunity now to stand out and get us a first round pick at the trade deadline. <laughs> um, I mean, th- that's the thing, right? Like. There's also there there's something here where things turn around like performance are said and then we're we're okay but uh it's you know it's just uh, real if things keep going there's a trend right uh, you know like uh you you want to stay on the bright side when it comes to uh, specifically a Red Wings podcast uh among other teams out there but on a Red Wings podcast there's there's parts of it uh, where you you gotta you gotta still stay positive. So you gotta say like, ah, oh, there's there's hope here when we turn around. But 
the asterisk if things continue the way they're headed what a fucking bummer this is to waste a goddamn patrick kane on this team <laughs> holy fuck <laughs> like oh, no. is that is that was the bet is that the joke <laughs> is the bet just we have kane and if it didn't work out ho hum but if it did either we're going to the playoffs or i have a nice juicy trade piece like was that the bet or or is this like oh we got to do right by kane like he's bringing real offense to this team he's bringing a like a reliable forward that we've been how many years have we been doing this show and we've been asking for night in and night out, like a legitimate scoring threat that scares the opponent. We have that be it a hundred year old Patrick Kane with one hip. And <laughs> Jim Johnson saying, Matt, my poor virgin ears. Oh God, Jim, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what this is, Matt? This is this current lull for the Red Wings. It's my fault. This is on me because I was the one who said, can we just get one guy on this team who knows how to score goals and then we'll figure it out. And Iserman was like, you know what? Watch this, Mike. I'm going to sign Hall of Famer Patrick Kane and I'm still going to suck. What do you think of them, Apples? <laughs> well, Steve, you proved me wrong. Thanks a lot. You win again. You win again, Steve. Again. You've proven Fuck me this. wrong once again. Jim, with the wonderful point that we are still only three points out of a playoff spot, but uh, should point out too. Actually, now I'm noticing uh, Washington Capitals, who own the second wild card spot, also have three games on us. So, Ooh, not, good, Bob. not not looking good. So uh, I will say, if you want to feel a little bit better, okay. So we're ooh. gonna play Nashville. That's a loss, and I Boston. Like that's another Paris. loss. Um, but okay, stay with me. All right, so the January starts. We get the Sharks. Right? Okay. We like scoring goals against Let's them. Let's turn it around. Yeah. We, get we the didn't Kings. just lose to the Sharks, right? Yeah, we get our little California trip. Sharks, Kings, you get a couple days off, and then you get the Ducks. Then you get three days off. Then you get oil, well, Oilers, then Kings. And then you're you're off again. You're off on the road, Matt. You get Toronto, Florida. Carolina, so really a, a a who's who of Red Wing killers, but then you come back home for five in a row, Matt, to end January. Yay! <laughs> I I thought I was gonna feel better looking at those five home games in a row, but um, that week beforehand we might lose all three of those games. Anyway, let's go back to where we're at. This is a bad idea, and I feel worse. All right. I mean, all right. So if you play this game legit, I I think you could honestly say home against Predators could be a toss-up. You should lose to Boston, but sometimes you get New Year's Eve magic. You should beat San Jose. You should lose to L.A., you should beat the Ducks. That could be where uh, Gibson comes in, by the way, when we move on over to... Uh... We'll just have him switch locker rooms and we yeah. go over there. I love How many times two. does that happen? Uh, you should lose to Edmonton. Should lose to LA again. 
you should lose to Toronto and Florida based on how we're playing right now. Um, (laughs) This is so bad. What do we have? We have two, maybe a magical win. Um, Oh my God, this is incredible. Then the Hurricanes and the Lightning. Yeah, you're right. This schedule is fucking insane. Oh my God. Then the Canucks. Oh, we jump into jump into February. Uh, Canucks, Oilers, Canucks. Loss, loss, loss. <laughs> oh my God. So we get. Oh man. So uh, December and January, we're gonna have four wins. <laughs> Well, we do get Calgary, right? Sometimes we, right. All right. we win. play good against them. Win against Calgary. Um, yeah. Kraken, they have our number. That's a loss. Yeah. Avalanche, they're better than us. Loss. Yep. St. We St. have St. Louis's number. Win! Well, we could beat their old coach. I don't know about this new guy. Um, oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, all right. Uh, then Mrazic Chicago? Versus, uh Reimer, maybe. I'm picking Mrazic. Like- like uh, I love the optimism. How many wins do we have so far? December, January, February. Uh, we have I counted six, two, two, six. Oh, oh yeah, we did. We did. We did give them Calgary. Yeah. All right. Capitals. Then, uh... Capitals. Maybe. Maybe we'll win that one. Oh, I think I'm waking up the kids. I'm, I'm too angry today. Um... Oh man. No, I can't believe it. Yep, I did. It's the little stinker who's struggling the most to sleep. Did you know that kids actually, um, they get so much like a huge hit of, you know what? I shouldn't say, did you know? I I learned from somebody who's not a scientist (laughs) that kids get this huge hit of dopamine on Christmas and uh, they struggle to come down for like an entire week. Uh. And my son is currently experiencing that. And we stayed up together uh, Christmas Day watching Christmas movies till 1230. Because he just could not calm down. It was <sighs> insane. Man, you should have uh, had him run around outside. You know what? This this isn't like the most fun. I mean, it's a, actually I'm having fun. But I know this is such a downer of an episode. No, um, you just got to read Blake's comments. He said, we're going to win 12 of our next 15, motherfuckers. Oh, all right. Blake. He didn't, I threw in the MFers. Oh. Blake, Blake wouldn't say that. He's he's a lot classier than we are. Um, hey, Jared says Ovi's going to get back on track to catching Wayne Gretzky. Four on the way. Silver's on board with us. That is a tough schedule. Who's ready for NHL history? <laughs> like, and B, so much for my dry January. <laughs> Silver, it feels like the Red Wings uh, looked over at the Pistons and they're like, we got to we gotta keep up. We got to start losing so, some of these games. Let's. Let's do this. Matt, Matt's sewer mouth from Jim Johnson. Uh, mommy, dad swearing again. All right. All right. I'll pull, I'll pull, I'll pull back on the swearing. Um, I did. I was introduced to some new stat cards. Um, oh, great. I, I think this isn't the right day, but uh, I, I would encourage y'all to check these out. Um, I believe it's uh, Puck IQ. And what they measure is uh, the amount of time that these guys play against elite talent. And uh, the reason I thought this was interesting is that you do get to see Dylan Larkin, Lucas Raymond, and Alex DeBrinkett turn in some of the best minutes against uh, the elite opponent. But I also remember being sold that all of Andrew Kopp's minutes were always against the opponent's best players. And I don't 
necessarily see that that's true. But anyway, uh, moving on. Um, you can see your best player so far, your MVP, is Alex Debrinkit. This is comparing possession-wise relative to all your... Uh... Oh, man, my son is going crazy. My wife's going to kill me. All right, guys, we're going to have to get real here. Let's let's cut to the chase. So far, all right, big whoop. Dylan Larkin, MVP. Who cares? Uh, we've got Minnesota coming up. We just talked about all this bullshit. Okay, but let's do the fun stuff. Uh, Nate Danielson uh, is one of the three stars uh, for day one of uh, the uh, IIHF uh, uh, World Junior Classic. Yay. Yeah, why not? He's in um, single-A baseball, and we're going to be celebrating him having <laughs> a home run. Hooray! uh kevin bicker oh, helps uh, germany defeat finland for the first time from four to three gets oh. a primary assist mike wasn't just any old assist it was a primary assist wow and then uh trey augustine mike maybe our hero who's playing uh for michigan he state goes my hero you know, Just call him up tomorrow. Let's, let's ignore the fact that it wasn't like against Canada or anything. It's a four to one win for the USA over Norway. Nothing to sneeze at, of course, but it is Norway. All right. Um, hey, we did it. Oh, right. And uh, Axel. Uh, what was this? Shoots. Wahlberg tips it in. There's a goal. So Axel gets a primary assist. Why does Iserman just make me feel even sillier and just call him up on Friday? Oh, Mike, your big draft pick. You're so excited about patting yourself on the back, huh? Breaking your rotator cuff, brother. Patting yourself on the back. Let's call him up and watch him crap his diaper. Well, before I get murdered, we're going to sail off into the sunset. I can't believe my son's Man, awake at 11 o'clock. Jim Johnson, night. question of the episode, who would you wave on the wings? Who would I wave uh, first? <laughs> oh, man. I mean. I think. Do we go probably Petrie Patrick first? Kane? Because <laughs> I feel bad that he has to be a part of this. Is that the right answer? I, I still, I, I don't know. I, I like the narrative that I built where he's just like, you know what? I'm going to get a bunch of points. I'm going to stand out. I'll probably get traded to a contender. And then I'll make a bunch of money next year. It's all good. It's all good, man. I thought we were done with this. God damn it. Oh. Maybe we'll win on Friday and Sunday. Hooray! Go Red Wings! Yeah. Well, also, Dixon, guys, this... Dixon Cider, I... Uh shared your hilarious uh user handler user handle name at work and everyone had a good laugh at my expense so well done sir um look we'll we'll know more about this team in april all right matt the final word yeah who is most to blame the players the lalone or the eyes plan oof well somebody yeah. brought somebody brought this gang together <laughs> Runwings rant says Iser plan. Woo! You heard it here first, baby. Yeah. With a giggle attached to it. All right. Guys, uh we'll we'll see you on another day. This is uh Mike's free ticket to get out of jail. Uh <laughs> my son. <laughs> Grind. <laughs>
<laughs> all right we'll see you guys the next week uh enjoy uh new year's hopefully a couple of wins enjoy those detroit lions we had to sell the red wings of piston sauce to win that division but we did it Woo! yeah lions hat been coming for the rest of the season all right see you guys have a good one sucky mccarty